This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. Need help around the house? Even the handiest do-it-yourselfer needs an extra hand sometimes. You fix it! During the Fix It Show on 620 WTMJ. Good morning to you. Happy Saturday. Dayton Kane here. David Nason taking the week off, but we have a special guest in studio with us. Good morning, Mr. Fix-It, Tom Faza. How are you? Hey, you know, it's a great Fix-It day. It is. Welcome to the studio. Glad to have you back. Yes, yeah, nice to be here. I haven't been here for about a year, and before that, it's been a couple more years so yeah. prior, prior to David. So I came back to fill in for David. He's off deer hunting someplace. I hope he's paying you well. Opening, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know our guest this first hour, Fawn from Olson's Outdoor yep. Hi Power again. Equipment. Yeah, hey, good Fawn. to see you. Nice to see you. And Fawn brought in a guest, Janet, back with us. You've been on the show before, so welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Hello, everybody. JW's Lawn and Snow. Sure. That's what you guys do, right? Yes, we do. And we do. Uh, we're at that time of year where both of those are going to come into play. So we have a lot to talk about. Fawn, tell us first of all, Olson's, where are you guys? What do you guys all do? Uh, we're uh, well, Olson's Outdoor Power has been in business almost 30 years now. Um, they are located basically on 143rd and College. So it's about a quarter mile west of Janesville Road, right by the new Quick Trip. Well, it's not so new anymore. It's been there for a bit. And then uh, uh, exactly one mile due east of Moreland Road on College we always say Kitty Corner from Maddie's Bar and Grill. Okay. Military flag poles up in front. There you go. So uh, you can go in there, get all of your outdoor equipment needs. Like, what do you guys all have on oh, stock? Oh, snowblowers. We're, we're King of Snow, Aaron's. Um, they have, we'll talk about that a little bit later. They've got some specials going on um, through the end of this month. Uh, we carry a complete steel line. We're a steel uh, dealer. We have a beautiful repair shop in the back with master mechanics and People that, you know, get to go back there periodically. We don't let people, because the guys are working for safety I get to reason. go back there. You do, but it's clean. The guys are just uh, Greg Olson. Uh, he's up in heaven watching. Uh, he was very meticulous. So was, you get done with the job, you clean up your area before you go on to the next job. So when people go back, they're like, wow, this place is clean. It's like, yeah, well, that's how we like it. Yeah, yeah. So you guys go, how far back? How long have you been coming on the show, Fawn? God, 10 Plus years at least. It's been a long time. It's been yeah. a long time. because You, we were you down... taught me about uh, can gas. Yes. Can yes, gas. <laughs> yes. And which way to turn your your machines to clean out under decks. And we'll talk about that if you'd yeah. like. And yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Okay. So we'll take questions on any outdoor power equipment that you have. Also, when it comes to this time of year, getting ready for uh, changing over from raking leaves to blowing snow. What does that look like? What should we be doing this time of year? Uh, so the questions can come in whenever you're ready. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. I was in the dark last night raking leaves. I have not been able to get to my yard. So I have so many leaves in my yard. It's crazy. Um, I have them all piled up now. But I still need to get rid of them. That's the hardest part. Where do you put them? What do you do with them? Yeah. Um, when I, you know, the first couple times you can just mulch, right? You can right. just, when yep. they first start falling, you just kind of grind them up, put them into the lawn. That's okay to do. Absolutely. But when there's a half inch inch of leaves on the yard, you can't do that anymore. So. No, because you're making a, uh, a nesting ground for moles and voles and nasty fungus and crap like that. that and Janet's really good about this. And I've learned so much just talking to her um, at the shop and that about, uh, and we'll talk more about that too, of of how to get your beds put away and what to do. And 
learned last year of, hey, these bushes you cut now and these other ones you wait until this time. And uh, there's a proper way of doing it. Right. Um, and, you know, we're all here to learn. So if you guys have questions for Janet on, on like I said, putting beds away, uh, which bushes to cut down now as opposed to later, uh, she's the guru on that one. Speaking of that, we went mattress shopping yesterday. Ooh. Oh, no, no, that's not the kind of beds we're talking about. Okay. I wish. Plant beds we're talking about today. So, again, 855-616-1620. We'd love to hear from you. Participate in the show. That's why we're here. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. here for your home issues now it's the fix it show with david nason on wtmj david nason off for the day tom faza in thank you for joining us tom siding unlimited and jmb construction our sponsors as always and we thank them eric brown from siding unlimited will be on in hour number two this morning uh we do have guests in right now though fawn from olson's outdoor power equipment and of course janet from jw's lawn and snow we're talking about this time of year and what we do to Get rid of the leaves and get ready for the snow. So we already had the question, do I just grind these leaves up with my tractor or what do I have to do with them at this point in time? Okay, greatest thing to do is Oops. it... Are we okay here? We're getting a buzz yeah. somewhere. I don't know. Keep going. We'll figure it out. Um, best thing to do right now at this time of year, it's late in the year before these uh, rains come, is if you've got a bagger of some sort or you call a company like us you you have these big huge machines at the side of the road that suck up all your leaves you don't want to leave the leaves on the soil right now just like Vaughn said they are a, a, a haven for terrible uh, animals and stuff like that and also it's too much nitrogen in the soil so that's why a lot of grass doesn't grow under the trees because um, people sometimes mulch too much and they just leave it on for the winter. It really should be sucked up and taken away or put in the back of your forest line. That's what we do for a lot of people, for them to save some money. But people do haul and suck them up with a big chipper shredder and haul them away. All right, we're going to have you jump over here on this one and try that because I think it's your microphone. But that's what I, so I do have a part of my yard that's got a hill and that's where I have to put, I have so many leaves I can't haul. I wish New Berlin picked them up. They used yeah, to, they, and they, they stopped. Did. Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. they stopped. So I have all these leaves, and they end up on the back hill. And then over the course of time, um, do they... Here you go. Sorry, some technical difficulties we're trying to work through this morning. Um, had a weird buzz going with one of the microphones. But uh, so is it okay? I mean, that's back on the back part of my lot. So I'm still given like a place for all of the mice and yeah, chipmunks listen, or whatever. As long as it's away from your house, okay. that's fine. That's okay to do. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be everywhere. You don't want them at the foundation of your house or anywhere close. Right. Okay. That was the problem. We got to make a note for the engineers. We figured it out. So uh, if I, though, you have, you were talking, you have the big. Um, Gravely, right? Uh, the, yeah. with, the with the bagger on the back? Yep. When you get done, it looks like you vacuumed your lawn. That's what my neighbors have. Yep. They... And it crunches the leaves up. Um, I would say probably 50%-ish, whatever. And I just use that into my garden. And then I till that into the garden then for, for next year's nutrients uh, for the garden. It works. And I know we were talking off the air. It's like, I don't have any more trees because ash trees are gone. Um, but my neighbors to the west of me have these Big, big maple trees. Yeah. Not a fan of sounds maple like trees. Our, yes. Sounds like yeah. ours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get They're the helicopters, oh, you get yeah. the leaves. And the leaves. The, yeah. So if we don't go and take care of the neighbors to the west of us, they're going to end up in my yard anyhow. Right. So we just take the big Zoom going oh, four you go. yards back and forth. And uh, I mean, it doesn't take long. I mean, literally, we can do four yards in about two hours. Wow. 
So, um, nice. and it grinds it and then they're gone and, uh, you know, my garden's happy and then we're lucky because we get to dump them on our, our roadside and the big sucker yeah. comes and gets rid of it, which is really nice. But if not, I mean, depending where you live in Greenfield, we actually have a, a dump area for leaves in back of our fire department. They have a big uh, uh, trough area that you can just go dump them. So anybody uh, can it in in the place I'm where you sure live. I'm not sure if anybody no, can. I think that's it's really city. fantastic. Yeah, I think it you is. have to show your ID. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm, um, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But yeah, we have got yeah little tags on. That's nice. Why was that nice? Because in is. Elm Grove, they have to suck them. We've got to suck them all away. We can't, even though we work 99 percent in Elm Grove. I've got to pay by the ton to. Uh, Dump them. Dump them. You were yeah. looking for a free pay, place to dump all the leaves. It's fine, but it's nice to share that information. Yeah, yeah. it saves some people time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the communities do. I know Greendale has it. We have it. Um, I believe Hills Corners has it. So there are a lot of communities. Tosa does. Wauwatosa. We were from we, there. They still doing that. I yeah, think most of them do. You just gotta know where to go. Right. And, yep. and you may have to pay some fee to do it. I don't know. Well. I got it. I still haven't figured that out in New Berlin because I'm just dumping them on my back hill. But <laughs> eventually, they're not going to compost enough, and I'm going to have to get rid of them somehow. So. Yeah, you'd be amazed at what a year does, or even half a year. When you see that pile that is nine feet high, they'll be four feet by the time spring comes. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out to be good compost eventually. It does. Yes, it oh, does. It does. For yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, that's so, why I put it in my garden. Sure. Yeah. So where yeah. I am west of Waukesha, I'm lucky. It's so windy on the side of the hill I'm on. All my leaves blow away, and they blow over to New Berlin. Perfection. You're that guy. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I actually, my neighbor's trees dump a ton of leaves into my yard, like you're talking about. And he actually said to me, yeah, we don't need those trees. If you want to pay to have them removed, you can. Of course, of like, course. What? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm seriously considering it because it's it's like my roof, my siding. my. I mean, it's And that's just, the worst part is yeah. when it gets into your, like when my son had uh, uh, the one maple tree that came down over winter. Um and the old neighbor that used to live there, I mean, I was constantly going up on the roof and trying to get those whirly birds out of my gutters. And I'm yeah. like, oh, look, at I got little maple trees growing mm. in my gutters. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're just, they grow anywhere. So if anybody needs any maple trees, I have sprouts all over <laughs> the, the, the spot. The, yeah. the moral of this segment is you do need to maintain. You can't just you leave do, this you all. Can't. It's going to no. ruin your lawn. It's going to ruin your beds if you just leave these leaves, sit there all winter long. Everything gets mushed down. The critters make their you habitat. Not, you might not see it in the first year because people will be, you know, they're saying more environmentally friendly. But in a few years, you're going to see many patches of bad Things happening, whether it's grubs, whether it's um, just having too much nitrogen at their area, they're going to have like spots of really dead yeah. areas. And then if they want, they're going to have to overseed it, aerate first, maybe slit seed. But that's the problem. Olson's outdoor power equipment on, thanks to Aaron's the king of snow. Let's uh, switch gears when we come back and talk a little bit about maintenance as far as putting things away, getting out the new stuff that we know we're going to need here. We actually had one bout of snow already this year. A little bit. A little bit, but there's more to come, I'm sure. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Chime in. Join in with us. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. From a leaky pipe to finishing your basement, The Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. You can find The Fix-It Show podcast on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts. Dayton Kane and Tom Faza here. David Nason off this week. We do have Fawn from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment and Janet from J&W's Lawn and Snow. And we are getting some texts at 855-616-1620. First one from the 262 says, do I aerate now or in spring? 
You can do it anytime. I would say the advantages of aeration are opening up your soil and getting through that thatch line. It's We've had beautiful temperatures the last three weeks. Usually we stop. We start in August to aerate, um, and then you'd want to overseed. So between August 15th and September 15th, it's a perfect time to aerate and overseed. You can still aerate now, but it's getting a little late in the season. Um, you can do dormant seeding after that if you want, but you want those temperatures next week. They're going to be falling down in the 30s. If you throw seed now over there and aerate, you're fine. You just don't want it to germinate. I can't tell you how warm it's been. It's been crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> different for sure spring than we're used to, right? Too. And spring, you can aerate as well. Yep. Should you do both? You don't do you need to do both. Only okay. do it once. And you're not going to see these fantastic results right away. It's going to take time for that seed to germinate. And if you don't, it's germinate. And also with your aeration, you got to do it every year to really see a difference. People kind of think, well, maybe if I get it once, it'll hold for five years. It's something you should really be on a program for. All right. And do you guys sell aeration machines? We like, don't. We no. don't. Okay. Um we did on a company that we no longer carry, um, which were they were good. We sold a lot of them. I have my yard aerated. Um, one of our other contractors, um, he does my aeration for me and okay. my son. And yeah, I do, we have it done every spring. And okay. it took a while, um, but I'll tell you what: by having it done where the lawn was a little bit more bumpier, um, I think we're in our fourth or fifth year. That lawn has really smoothed out because you're making the holes and you're letting the the ground then come together and flatten ah. out. So people go like, oh, I'm going to roll. My uncle used to roll his lawn every right. time it rained. It didn't really do anything. That's it, a no-no no. Yeah. No? Yeah. Don't roll? We used That used to be in the industry about 20 years ago, and now it's really getting away from that. All it does is really compact that soil so bad that nothing can get through it. So now what Vaughn says is those areas that are really compacted will open it up. But again, she's starting to see a difference, and especially if you also overseed. Uh, right. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Sure. And aeration is punching those little holes and bringing yes. Yeah, it looks like yeah, goose poop all over right. the yard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. you bring the plugs Get the professional out. one, right. They've got yeah. other um, cheaper models that do spikes, but that actually compacts the soil. That makes just spikes in the lawn. The right. best thing is to get a prof – it's a professional aerator that uh, people use on um, golf courses. And yeah, things and you can, rent, you can rent you can some rent some behind. Uh, Rosman's True Value in Muskego has, a, has one – that uh, you can you can rent maybe you and your couple neighbors right. want to rent it. It's it's harder than it looks. It's hard. um, it'll take uh, some muscles to do it right. um, once you get the knack of it. But uh, it does really help yeah. help. And in loss. my area, you can rent from I think area rental right off of Rogers there in Moreland. They but they do. are hard. Like we are we have a new one that we bought. And those are stand-ons now because they do take a toll on our body because we do it so much. But they are $15,000. Yikes. But they yeah. are fantastic, and they do a professional job. All right. And it is mm -hmm. good to know your neighbors, right? If you yeah. can get to know your neighbors and share expenses like that, it's a way to go. Well, and we, we, Let's all get together as a community and <laughs> You know what? And we tell yard. that to people that we pick up their snowblowers. You know, we're like, yes, we have a pickup service available. Yes, there is a fee. But... If you get your neighbors together and we come to that one area and we pick up four people snowblowers, divide that cost by four. Okay, we'll look at your spending fifteen bucks. Speak, so, speaking of that, yes. Uh, what's the wait time now on snowblower? We are now at about three and a half to four weeks. Okay, so if your snowblower is not working, don't wait till it snows. No, get it no. in now. Yes. And how do people get in touch with you? Uh, well, we'll be there today, uh, nine to one, or Monday through Friday, eight a.m. to five p.m. 
414-422-9130 is our number. Uh, just call. You can get on the list. We'll get you in order if you want to keep it in case of, and then we'll call you when we're ready for it, or we can schedule pickup and delivery back if you're in our area. We don't go everywhere, um, or you can drop it off. Olsenspower.com. Olsons has two ends. Olsenspower.com is a website. We are going to take a break from the Fix It Show. Thanks for listening this morning. Let's go over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Jack Grau. Good morning, Jack. Now, back to the Fix It Show on 620 WTMJ. As Joe from Aaron says, we don't like green. We don't like green. We like the... But what, what do we have in Aaron's? Uh, orange? orange. Orange. We like the orange. Orange Aaron's, and red, gra- and red gravely. There you go. Uh, Aaron's the king of snow. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But right now, we're still using our lawnmowers. So yes. Fawn from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment going to talk on this briefly. Once we're done, the leaves are done, we've mowed short for the winter. Correct. What do we do? Um, well, we want to, if we have a walk-behind mower, we want to tip it over. And we want to tip it with the air filter to the air. Okay. A okay. uh, little trick in the guys using back is they will open up the gas cap, put a baggie on it, close the gas cap back up again. So you're preventing that um, uh, little hole in there uh, from uh-huh. leaking out gas. A little trick. And then clean out under the deck. We've had quite a few this last couple weeks of my mower doesn't start. We tip it over. It is packed with grass and leaves. And if it's packed, you will not be able to pull that recoil because that blade has to spin in order for it to have that engine to go. So clean it up. Make sure that's that's done. Uh, clean off your deck. And then the new farm and fleet, fleet farm, whatever you want to call it, down on uh, Highway Y, which is Racine Avenue and the corner of College, carries non-ethanol gas. Yep. They got grandfathered in. We don't know how. We don't care. We love it. I mean, in a pump? In a pump. Yeah. In a pump. Wow. I don't have to go all the way out to East, East Troy, Troy anymore. Right. Yep. Now, they carry the 89% octane, okay, which is still better than any of the crappy gas we have around here. Um, so we've been telling people, do you know, use that all year long. Or you can get a can of the can gas. Um, ours that we carry is 94% octane. Um, run as much of the gas out that you have in your uh, machine right now, unless you've been using the non-ethanol, pour some of the non-ethanol in. We use OptiMax as a fuel stabilizer and an anti-corrosion. Once you put this all in there, you start the unit up. A minute or two, you want to just get that carburetor flushed out and good gas in there and then just put it away. Okay. And the reason is the non-ethanol gas, what's what's the difference? Well, the ethanol, ethanol is uh, alcohol, okay? And alcohol pulls moisture, which is water. Water is heavier than gas. And what happens is over the winter, that water will then sink to the bottom of your gas tank in through your gas lines. And then whatever gas you have in that carburetor, it's going to start your corrosion process. So then in spring, it'll be one of two things. It'll either will not start because the little needle and seat is stuck closed or that needle is stuck open and it is going to pee gas everywhere um, because it doesn't shut. I tell people to think of it kind of like a toilet, that your float shuts off the water. It goes down. It it, it lets water into your tank. Well, the carburetor is kind of the same process. 
uh, on it. So you don't want that needle and seat to get stuck either open or closed. So non-ethanol gas doesn't have alcohol, so it doesn't pull the moisture. And by using the OptiMax in there, um, it's actually an oily feeling, and it actually lubricates inside of your carburetor so corrosion can't start building. Yes, and I learned from Fawn many years ago to use the canned gas, and I have a chainsaw and a line trimmer and those mm-hmm. things, and I've been using that canned gas, and I've never had an issue. No. And they, it'll sit, sometimes I, I, the chainsaw sits for two years before right. I start it Right, and the canned up. gas is good for, two, is a two-year shelf life, and we do the same right. thing because if the kids want to come over and grab the chainsaw, we know they're going to start. And I actually had a gentleman came yep. in and he goes, since I've been listening to you and, and using the non-ethanol gas and that Opti, he goes, I've had for 10 years, I have not mm-hmm. had to clean one single carburetor. So oh. I go, you spend $10 now yep. or carburetors. We just had one. It was $120 wow. for a carburetor. Yeah, they're not cheap. Yeah. So we try to educate you. If you listen, that that's great. You know, <laughs> I go back to dad's old saying, he Lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, or the old buy once, cry once. You know, so it's up to you and how you want to spend your money or save money and just buy me a bigger Christmas present. There you go. You know? there sure. you go. And what do you do about oil changes? I I have mine done in the spring. That way there, if there's any type of condensation or anything in that oil, it's been pulled out and I'm starting with fresh oil okay. for the next season. Good call. Good question. Another question on the text line here at 855-616-1620. Good morning. When is a good time to cut down zebra grass and fountain grass from Rose in Milwaukee? Okay. Hi, Rose. Thanks for listening. We just want to let you know it depends on what you want to do. A lot of people like that zebra grass for decorative issues in the winter. They like to leave those grasses up because they like the look of it. It kind of softens the landscape when everything has been cut down with all the perennials for the season. So about 60% of our customers, we leave up all the grasses and then we cut them down in the spring. If you don't want to do all that work in the spring, you can cut them down now. It's going to depend on your aesthetics and what you like. All right. Uh, Somebody just chimed in off of our last conversation. I run my tank completely empty. Is that okay? You shouldn't because uh, running it empty is means you have to take that carburetor off and blow out that carburetor and blow out the gas lines. There's still gas in there. And the O-rings that they have inside there, the little rubber rings, you really want to keep them, them moist and keep them lubricated. Otherwise, that rubber will dry out and you can start leaking from your bowl gasket. So I would suggest the non-ethanol uh, practice and leaving, and you only have to leave like an inch or two in your gas tank, um, but uh, you're going to be better off. Right. Yeah, that uh, O-ring will probably crack. Yes. Now, you told me, somebody did, it must have been you, because... Uh, that that ethanol is only really good for a month or two. Correct. I mean, really. So, get the right stuff at the end of the year, at least. If you're using the ethanol, we don't uh, we don't like that. You tell them to use the silver. Yes. You told yeah, us uh, use the uh, silver yeah, yep. gas. Use the premium okay. gas if you're going to pre- get and gas. Then premium here. at the end of the year. Make sure that you just do that. Yep. And then you won't have to do all that little stuff. Yep. Save uh, money. One more question before we hit the break here. When is the right time to kill grubs in spring? It says. Okay. Well, you have to use some products. I know that I use a couple of really good products because we're licensed and certified in all of this, these applications. Um, you want to do that between April and May, depending on the temperatures and when they're going to start uh, going in the soil and then coming out and flying out. So we do them between uh, April and May and more towards April. 
okay, before everything flourishes and you've got 75 degree, 80 degree temperatures. And so you need to buy a product that is a, usually an annual one that's going to last for almost six months so that can take care of it all. So you want to put that down in a spreader and put down the correct ratio. Many people don't. They're quite expensive, um, but they actually do a great job. And especially the last few years, we've had such problems with the drought. And then we've had tons and tons of rain um, that we've had some issues. Thank God, not on our lawns that we do. But we use something called Duocide. I think you can go to the store and get um, an Argus something. may have something called Seven. I'm not sure because I don't use that kind of stuff. Um, but take a look, and they do have those at the store. But again, not until spring, April, May. That's Janet from JWSLawnAndSnow.com. You can look them up there. Of course, Fawn from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment on with us this hour. When we come back, we're going to talk. We've, we've talked about kind of putting away this, the lawnmower for winter. We're going to talk about bringing out the snowblower. I know, mm-hmm. not a fun topic, but yes. we have to address. <laughs> okay. It is a fix-it show on WTMJ. Oh, the weather outside this is the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Isaac in the producer's studio. We haven't been together in like three weeks, four weeks, so nice to have you back. Nice I'm back. Thank you for paying attention and playing some snow music as we transition here. Uh, Fawn from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment on thanks to Aaron's The King of Snow. Yep. So we are into that years. time. We're into November, even though it's been 60 degrees. Like yeah, it's, it's We're in November, so that means snow is just around the corner. We yeah. had one little bout of it. Um, that was kind of melted away. We didn't have to do too much with no. it. Didn't need a snowblower no. for sure. So what do we do? We, we've packed away the lawnmowers now. Snowblowers, are there specials going on already? Or what are we looking at? Yep, there is. Um, through the end of this month, the Aaron's company has instant rebates on all their two-stage snowblowers. And they've increased the warranty on the complete machine for till five years. Um, so they have a cast iron gear housing. Um auger system which is amazing most of your snowblowers and if you're out looking for a new snowblower look at your auger system a lot of them will take the casings of the snowblower housing where the augers are and they actually sandwich them together and there's a seal in the middle well that is the part that is taking the abuse as it's hitting into your drifts of snow and the end of what the plows leave you the errands company their gear casing is actually one complete casing, and it's filled on top. So there is no seam. So the strength of these augers are incredible. Uh, So when you get up at uh, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, and the plow came through at midnight, and now these chunks are frozen icebergs, this auger can just chomp right through them like it was nothing. On it, um, so that's why they can give you a five-year warranty because they build a quality machine. They've been building. We have a retro one that they brought out last year. I I love this thing. Um, they've been building for ninety years. Ninety years up in Brilliant, Wisconsin, a family, fifth-generation-owned family company. There's nobody that can hold a a, a candle to these machines. Um, you can stand on the uh, front housing and you will not dent it. Uh, go to one from a box store and grab the side of it, and I bet you with your hand you can actually move. It's like the a soda metal. can. It's yeah, like a soda can. Yeah, it is. And you know, you, I mean, you get quality. So yeah, you can go buy something that's eight ninety nine, and then like buy once, cry once. You're another three, four years. You're gonna buy another one, and then you're gonna buy another one, or spend thirteen hundred dollars and buy something good. We just had one. We just sent back to an older gentleman. 
37 years old. Wow. 37 years old. And, I mean, yeah, you have wear parts of a scraper bar and shoes, but uh, guess what? It starts, it takes the snow from here and throws it 40 feet over there. Um, You get what you pay for. So does this new retro one look like an old one? It does. It's white, and they actually had to pay for Tecumseh to put the sticker on there because that's back in the day, that's the engines they had were the Tecumseh engines. But, so, yeah, it's They it's colored white. them white. They painted it, them white this, with what other color? White and orange. That's white and how orange. they originally. Oh, that's yep. right. So it was white up on uh, top, and then the orange yeah. was the cool. uh, the housing, oh, but it's just, it's so cool. I cool. mean, it's just neat. So for people who are bringing their snowblowers out yes. for the first time, what should they be doing? Starting them. First of all, before you even think about starting them, look inside your second stage. Little varmints called mice love to build nests up in there and you don't want to suck that up in um so make sure you clean it off look around if you see like a nesting material anywhere uh, by the engine or that um go a little further and see if you want to take the outside housing off and clean it off make sure there's not a mouse nest uh in there you want to make sure that your shear pins so you grab your augers and if you can move your augers it's probably that one of your shear pins broke so you want to make sure that that's in there. Um, that is the part that actually will bring the snow into the drum. Um, so if it's not spinning, it's not bringing it in uh, on that. Uh, make sure your tires are not flat. You know, you want to make sure you have air in your tires and it's the same pressure. People don't realize if one is off and the other one, uh, it's not going to scrape it evenly. It's going to actually be on an angle on that. And then sure. uh, and then start them. Try to get these things uh Started. Oh, wait, one more thing before you even think about starting it. Check your oil. Please, please, please check your oil. Uh, if your oil somehow leaked out, um, you know, with the heat, it gets liquefied and that. Um, make sure you got the correct oil level. Do not overfill it. Your dipstick is your friend. Sure. So, and and so, then start it. And so if you put it away correctly last year and you got the right kind of gas in there, Probably should start right up. Yep. Now, just remember, you're going to have to overprime it a little bit more uh, because all the gas that's been in the line and carburetor has now dissipated. Um, so I usually hit my primer till I actually hear gas going in there. Um, and then second pull, it starts, and mine's now eight, nine years old. And, uh, yep, no problems. Okay. All right. That is great advice. Thank you for being on the show. Yep. We have one final segment that we'll get to when we come back. So we'll wrap it up with Fawn from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment. And uh, thanks to Aaron's for having us, Aaron's Gravely, for having us on the show today. We appreciate that. And, of course, Janet from JWS Lawn and Snow here as well. Thanks for listening to the Fix It Show today. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. It's the Fix It Show, exclusively on 620 WTMJ. Good morning, Dayton Kane here, David Nason off for the day, Tom Faza, the original Mr. Fix It, filling in for David. Thank you for being here, Tom. Hey, it's great to be here. It's a great Fix It day, I hear. It's a great fix, especially with Fawn here. <laughs> yes, yes. Siding Unlimited and JMB Construction, always our sponsors. We thank them for that. But as you mentioned, Fawn from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment on with us this hour. She brought in Janet from JW's Lawn and Snow. We've got a couple minutes left. Again, remind people how they get in touch with you. So we're there uh, today from 9 to 1. The phone number is 414 422 9130. 
basically 143rd in college, about a quarter mile west of Janesville, one mile due east of Moreland Road on College Ave. That's in Muskego. Yes. If you type in Olson's Outdoor, you guys pop up we pretty pop quick. Up, yeah. O L S O N. Olson's. O's, O's, O's. So, oh, oh, that's yes. perfect for Wisconsin. Norwegian, yeah. So, a lot of O's. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys all cover? What do you sell? What do you uh, fix? Well, we are the Aaron's Gravely uh, dealer and we carry the steel products. Uh, we do service most, not all products. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that you get at your box stores have Chinese engines or Chinese parts, and we can't get them. Um, it's become a disposable world, which yeah. is sad. Um, so that's why we tell people to buy something quality where we can you know, get parts uh, for you. And if we can't do it, we will try to recommend somebody that can uh, service your Generac generator, let's say. I will say, well, we don't work on Generacs because we're not a Generac dealer. So we would recommend them to go over to Northern Tool. Um, or if you are an Xmark uh, part that you need, even though they're owned by Toro, uh, we'll recommend hey, go down to Thielen's down on 27th Street. So we'll try to direct you to some place that can help you, not right. just leave you hanging. Yeah, that's so nice of you. We, you know, we try. <laughs> it is we try. a lot of companies don't do yeah. that. And they're they just really hang up. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do this? Yeah. Nope. Click. Right. Right. So. Yeah. No, we try. Awesome. Yeah. Always good to have you on the show. It's great to be and here. And Janet, thank your neighbor for the cookies. And Andy Mikowski, we yeah. love you. Thank you so much. Yes, Everybody's we had cookies enjoying your and cookies. milk today. I brought the milk, too. <laughs> if you're in Elm Grove and you need some help with your yard, JWS, uh, JWS Lawn and Snow.com is what you're Perfect. looking for. JWS Lawn and Snow.com. Uh, that does it for this hour. Thank, thank you, you guys. so yeah. much. Thank good you. to see everybody again. Happy and, uh, Thanksgiving, happy everybody. Thanksgiving. Nice to see you Stay safe. Guys. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on next hour. Thanks for listening. This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.